Shall we begin? Let's begin now. All right, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Frankly Francisco podcast. It is officially a week before my birthday. Um, And I wanted to touch base today and talk about what the recent events that happened, uh, the queen uh, passing and her son, uh, you know, becoming the new king. Um, A lot of people were torn on this. Uh, Black Twitter, Irish Twitter was going in on uh, Queen Elizabeth after she passed. A lot of people are not friends of the monarchy. A lot of people in England themselves don't like the monarchy because it's it's a tired to me it's a tired tradition it's it's something that doesn't need to exist anymore we don't need kings and queens uh anymore in this world we don't need you know even though they really have no power but they do um you know england's about tradition and and you know I, i guess they like having a monarchy they like being seem like they have somebody ruling over them which to me is weird um, but that's just me. But you still have you still have monarchies, but they really have no power. You have Japan, you have England, you have Norway, you have Denmark. Um, you know, then you have monarchies who actually have power, like those in you know uh, the Middle Eastern countries, um, Thailand, another one. So Singapore, you do have families who who rule, who do control, but you do have monarchies as well that don't have any control. They're just like the figurehead of the country and. Um, it's amazing. Even in Spain, um, it, it, and it costs the taxpayers money. Like you, you have to subsidize the royals, even though they're worth half a billion dollars. Like these people have land and titles and holdings. And it's amazing. It's amazing. And they give the whole royal family. Uh, now that uh, Charles is, is in charge, he's probably going to start to wane that down a little bit uh, because everybody don't need to get paid out. Even if you're you're doing social things, these people have been spoiled their entire life. They've really never had to work except go out and you know shake shake hands and kiss babies and do all that. But a lot of people don't give Queen Elizabeth a lot of credit. She was in the military. Um, she did change how people looked at the monarchy uh, in England. Uh, she did a lot of good things, but at the same time, she has a lot of red in her ledger. <laughs> she has a lot of red in her ledger. Uh, India, for one. Everything that went on there with them killing of uh, uh, civilians there as well uh, when they had a uh, rule there. So she it's not like she's her hands are clean of a lot of the stuff that went on in these countries that they had control over. And under her reign, under her reign, which she reigned for 75 years, a lot of these countries that were under um, English rule. Decided enough was enough. And the list of countries that decided that we don't need her as our head anymore is amazing. Uh, everybody decided to say it's enough is enough. So now after her passing, you have people calling for the, you know, the, the jewels that were taken and stolen from all these other countries to be returned. But of course, you know, they're not going to return it because England's excuse is, well, it was a gift. So all the mummies that you guys took from, uh, from Egypt, those were gift as well. All the stuff that was looted, through time and history that you folks decided to put in the, the London Museum of History that was those gifts as well? No, they weren't. You guys stole those, just like everything else. You, you guys were a 
<laughs> you guys were a, a monarchy that you were colonialist. You kind of lie. Uh, uh, um, you went in and you took over countries. Okay. It's not like you guys went over there and say, Hey, you know, fair shake. No, you guys went over there and you took it. And this is the thing that people don't understand. Like, like with England, do you, people don't realize they don't know the history of, of a lot of these monarchs. A lot of these people are related to each other. The queen was married to her cousin. So yes, the royal family is inbred. <laughs> this is why you have people like Prince Harry and Prince William who married outside the family because they didn't want they didn't they don't want to be part of that. They didn't want to have their kids to have defects and issues uh, because of marrying in the family. But that's how they kept power. They kept power because they married within the royal family. A lot of these kings and queens, Denmark, Norway, even in Spain. A lot of these people are interconnected. If you look at their bloodlines, a lot of these people are connected and are married still uh, within the family. These people, are, a lot of these people are relatives. That's how you kept power. The royal family is not even from England. They're Germany. They're from Germany. They're like, they changed their last name because they didn't want to be uh, have that connotation of Germany because of the war. That's why they, they, their last name changed, okay? So that bloodline, that family is not even from England. They weren't born and raised in, in England. That family is from Germany. They have German roots. So it's amazing to me that people are so hell-bent on keeping this thing alive when it doesn't need to be alive. It's privilege that is most raw, basic thing. It's just privilege, these people have been privileged their entire life, and it goes beyond regular privilege. It's amazing. Charles really hasn't had to work a day in his life. He's funded by his own people. And a lot of people don't like Charles. A lot of people wanted William to be king, but that's not how the succession works. That's not how the succession works. So Charles is your new king. Congratulations. And from the stories that are coming out already, he's not the best person to get along with. You know, grabbing, you know, $3 million under the table from, you know, one of the Saudis uh, wasn't a good look for him. It was, wasn't a good look. And the papers are going to find any reason to eat this man up. They're giving respect right now because of the passing of his mother. Um, but as far as the future goes, I just don't see, I don't see how long he sits on the throne. He's probably going to advocate it at some point to his son. Um, he finally got what he wanted. He's finally king of England. Um, his side chick, that's now his wife, Camilla is queen consort, uh, which is amazing because the side chick finally won. Uh, and she's going to be, you know, she's going to be on the, sitting on the throne next to him. It's truly amazing how, how, you know, things have, uh, have taken a turn, but when it comes to monarchies, man, it's, it's amazing that these things still exist. Why, why people are so captivated by Royals. Do you not, people that do not understand that you don't you weren't born a king or a queen. Your family took it by blood. <laughs> you don't you crowned your family crowned themselves king and queen. Your bloodline goes a long, long way. It was fought through wars and through blood and through guts and killing thousands upon hundreds of thousands of people, wiping out, trying to wipe out entire races because you wanted to rule. There's no, there's, I have no sympathy for the monarchy. 
none. I have, don't get me wrong, I have sympathy because Queen Elizabeth died. A uh, son lost his mother. Um, a, grand, a grandson lost his grandmother. You, you, yes, show sympathy for that. She's a human being. She presided over some terrible things in her life, but she tried to change some things around. But I don't have the sympathy for the monarchy. Besides that, I don't, I don't, I don't feel bad for anything that happens to them. I really don't. They get caught up in scandal. She, I mean, she protected a, a, a <laughs> she protected her son, which a mother is supposed to do. But Jesus, like, he should be in prison, but he's not going to be because he's a royal. He's above, he's above it. You know what I mean? That's that white privilege, but it's white privilege on a monarchy scale because he's a prince. These guys have such a grip of power that people just, they fawn over themselves. I Listen, I don't care if I was in the presence of uh, William. <laughs> I'm not bowing to anyone. I, I'm just not doing it. There's no reason for me to bow to anyone. No one is above me. I'm sorry. You can be worth millions of dollars and you can be a king or a queen. I'm not bowing to you. I'm not doing that because you don't impress me. Ooh, you have a title. So what? That doesn't make you better than anybody else. It just gives you prestige over someone. But those titles is what gives them what they are. It gives them the ability to have power. It gives them the ability to get away with a lot of stuff. Because they have, and people still fawn over this stuff. Now you have tyrannical rulers like you do in Thailand, where if you say anything against the king, they'll kill you. Same thing in in these Arab countries that are ruled by by kings in in, uh, in their country. If you say anything against against the, the crown prince, they can have you you know m murdered. And then you have places like Russia. He's the president. Putin's the president, but he's not. Putin's the president, but he's not. He's more like a czar. You know what I mean? He's more like a czar. He's, he's more like their king, their ruler. That's how he sees himself. Because he's never going to get put out of power. Because everybody's too afraid of him. And too afraid of what, he, what they can do. But it's, for some reason, it's just the allure. <laughs> People are just fascinated with the allure of royalty. Like, every royal family has gallons of red in their ledger, period. You don't know what goes on behind the scenes with these people. You don't know what they do behind closed doors. Some of these people are so sadistic in the things they do behind closed doors because they have the money to get away with it. They have the money to get away with it. And we just sit back and we go, oh, this is so sad, you know, about what's going on and, and people, listen, the queen lived to be a ripe old age, I believe is 96 years old. She lived a full life, full life. She tried to clean up the image of the royal family. Uh, a lot of times it didn't work. Sometimes it did work. But for people to act like she was a person that had no faults, that's ridiculous. Everybody wants to paint a fairy tale about the queen. Why are you paying a fairy tale? Tell the truth. She was ahead of some bad stuff that happened. She could have put her opinion in there and try to change things around, and she didn't. And then you wonder why everybody's Black Twitter and Irish Twitter is going ham right now and making uh, memes and 
and you know chanting in the crowds at these soccer uh, these soccer stadiums you know about Lizzie in a box and then you you wonder why people are acting the way they're acting because these people suffered under her rule these people suffered under her rule and people are supposed to forget that because she passed that doesn't work that way folks don't don't process things like that they don't for some of these people it's a relief that she's gone can you blame them? But you got the whole of England. Oh, well, it's in bad taste. It's in bad taste. People are so, you have so many bootlickers. When it comes to the royal family, it's amazing to me. Okay. She was a queen for 75 years. Oh, the royal family, the royal, your, your own people, your own countrymen are paying for their lifestyle right now. You guys get taxed on that. Your taxes is what's paying for them to live the lifestyle that they're living. And a lot of people in England are not okay with that anymore. And I think, I think Charles, I think Charles is going to change that a little bit because he sees what's going on. And he knows what the public is thinking. And I, you know, through the years, you've heard stories about how, how Charles is, is sometimes. He can be very hard to work with. But I think he's going to start cutting back stuff because he knows money don't go grow on cheese. And the public is not going to keep supporting the entire the entirety of the royal family. Cousins and second cousins and uncles and aunts doesn't work that way. If you think these people don't have money put aside somewhere, you are absolutely insane. These people have money put up somewhere. The opulence that these people can live in is, is absolutely atrocious. And they want to look down on everybody else because they're not on that level like they are. Black Twitter and Irish Twitter have every reason to go nuts. Scottish Twitter should be going nuts right now, too. It's all in how you see it. Just because you have a title does not make you rule over a man. I think it's the fascination with just with the royal family. I think it's the fascination of having a, a still king and a queen. It's the same thing in a lot of these other countries that are big on tradition. Japan still has a royal family. They don't have any power. It's just it's so ingrained with tradition through the centuries that they allowed the uh, monarchy to stay as the figurehead, but they have no power. You can be labeled a princess or a prince, but you don't have any power. Now, in other countries, like we were talking about, Middle Eastern countries, they definitely have power. In Thailand and Singapore, they definitely have power. Denmark, they have no power. A lot of these countries where you still have figureheads, they really have no power. Look at Spain. Spain, don't get me wrong. Spain is a beautiful country. Spain still has a king, okay, and a queen. But you know who, who, who funds them? The government, the people who are taxed. And people love their traditions of having a king and queen of Spain. Even though that lineage, that family, and going all the way back, Destroyed countless lives. Destroyed countless lives. Wiped out whole civilizations. Tried genocide millions of people because they felt they were savages. I have no love for any royal family because you've killed generations of people. Generations upon generations upon generations of people. Do I feel... 
bad because Queen Elizabeth died. Only reason I feel bad that she died is because, like I said, a son lost his mother. A grandson lost his grandmother. She's a human being. She deserves to be mourned by her family. But it doesn't mean that we can express some of the things that she was ahead of, some of the things that she was a part of, but I believe she is. She does uh, deserve to be mourned. She's a human being. Human beings deserve to be mourned. Was she perfect? No. Nobody's perfect. We all have things in our background that we're not proud of and things that we wish that we could have done differently. Not everything's going to be the way it was for us. Not everything's going to be the same. But people like that still deserve to be mourned by their family. It's their family. Whether we, we accept it or not, she was, a, she was a person that had a husband who died before she did. She has sons. She has daughters. She has grandkids. She has great-grandkids. She was a grandma. And if your grandma passed, you would want to uh, uh, mourn her too. It's the moment of just sending her off for her family to just take time to mourn her passing and reflect on her life. She did a lot of good things for, for the monarchy to change their perspective on a lot of things, but she also was ahead of a lot of bad stuff. And people are going to mourn her. People are going to be angry at her. That's just the way it's going to be. But for, these, for, for people to hold on to this thing of they get so excited when they see a king or a queen is ridiculous. Those crowns were built on the bones of generations of families. You stripped land. You stripped wealth. You stripped these people of an opportunity to grow into something better because you wanted to be a colonizer. And when they tried that here in the U.S., when they tried that here in the Americas, when they came over here, <laughs> that's why you had the war. Because it was like, look, we, we tired. We don't need to be ruled. We can come up with our own government. It's not about, to me, it's not about the hate for this woman. I think people are just fed up. I think people are just fed up with the fact that she never really apologized for a lot of stuff or the atrocities that happened to a lot of these people because she felt she didn't have to. And I don't think it's... It, I don't think anybody should not be grieved by a family member. It's lonely when you die. My uncle died alone. My one, one of my favorite uncles passed by himself. No one was there for him. And that was one of the hardest things that I, I ever had to deal with because nobody was there with him when it happened. At least she was surrounded by her family. To me, it's one of the worst possible things when you die alone. Because there's nobody there, nobody to hold your hand, nobody to comfort you on the way out. That's going to be one of the scariest things when you're going and you have no one there to confess your last uh, statement to, to get something off your chest. That can be very hurtful. It, can be, it, it's, it fills you full of sorrow and woe. Look at some of these prisoners that die in prison. I don't care if they committed a crime. Some of these guys have died that been in there forever because they were convicted wrongfully and they never had a chance to get unconvicted and they died alone in the prison and they go bury them in an unmarked grave because no one is there for them. No family members anymore. It's never a good thing to die alone. She had the opportunity to die with her family. And you know what they say? Once her husband died, 
when you're together for that long, when you're together for that long, and once her husband passed, they normally tell you it's not going to be long after um, the, the mate dies that the other person passes soon after. It's a bond that you have when you're together for that long. And when that bond is severed, you know, it's not long till you, till you meet your end as well. But don't get it twisted. We may have our issues with the queen. We may have our issues with the crown uh, in a lot of different countries. But she deserves to be mourned by her family. And how the public handles it, that's up to them. You can't dictate to somebody how they're supposed to feel. Oh, well, this is inappropriate. Why is it inappropriate? It's inappropriate for you because you feel that way. But it's not inappropriate for the people who has been affected by what went on with the crown. It's amazing how they just want to put all the good stuff out and don't want to deal with the negative stuff that was gone on in her life. They, they, they want to mourn her. Okay, mourn her. But don't tell somebody else how to feel. Don't tell somebody else how to reflect if their life has been impacted by her being the queen of England. It's amazing that some people have the gall to try to tell other people how to deal with loss. Some people are happy that she's gone. Other people are sad because they feel like they lost somebody. Queen didn't care about y'all. Not one iota. Not one bit. The royal family don't care about you. Not one iota, not one bit. The reason they do the things they do in the public is, is so their lifestyle can still be supported. Believe me, these people think you're beneath them. 100%. They're smug. They can be arrogant. The only one of these cats that I think made the right decision was Prince Harry to, uh, to leave. I, I think that could have been the best decision of his entire life. Because he knows how the machine works. They expect you to be stoic. They expect you not to have any feelings. They expect you not to express the love that you have for your family. He was like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to protect my wife. I'm going to protect my child. Because he saw what happened to his mother. He saw what happened to her because of the way the paparazzi is in England. And the way the newspaper is in England. People over there don't like Meghan Merkel. Why? A lot of it has to do with race. Whether you want to say it does, it doesn't, it does. Because they don't want dark people in, the, in, in their family. Well, guess what? Harry loves his wife. He sacrificed his titles. He sacrificed his time. He sacrificed living in that family to go out to protect his wife and his child. Props to him. He didn't want to be another cog in that wheel. The royal family don't care about you guys. And they don't care about you. We can act like they do. They don't. King Charles doesn't care about you. King Charles only cares about King Charles. He knew what his job was. His job was to go out to the public, make the royal family look good. Make the royal family seem like they cared about what was going on in the world. They don't. They never have. They do this stuff to protect their image. It is an image that they're trying to portray. But at the end of the day, they don't care because they don't have to care. It's like billionaires that go out and give the charity. These billionaires are going out giving the charity, not because they at the kindness of their heart, because they know it's a tax write-off for them. 
When somebody donates $10 million, they're not doing it out of the goodness of their heart. They're doing it because it's a tax write-off. The only person that I believe truly that gives the way they need to give and just giving their fortune away is Microsoft's um, ex-wife, Bill Gates' ex-wife, Linda Gates. She's out there giving money away like it's water. But she's doing it for all the right reasons she wants to do it for. It ain't for tax write-offs. She don't own a business. She's doing it because she wants to do it out of the goodness of her heart. But a lot of these celebrities that you see out here that, you know, some of these celebrities out here that are donating this and this and that, a lot of these guys don't, don't care. This is a tax write-off for them. But you have guys who truly want to do stuff. When these guys hold, some of these guys hold free camps in sports uh, for sports. Some of them don't. Some of these people be charging for these camps because they want to make a butt. You're not giving back to the community. You're still charging these kids. In low-income areas, these kids have to scrap money together to be able to do this stuff. A lot of these people ain't doing this stuff out of kindness and heart. They do it to get paid. But listen, don't tell somebody how to feel. A lot of people are happy that she's passed. I, for one, want her family to be able to mourn their mother and their grandmother. That's what that comes down to. Because if my mom and my grandma passed, I would want people to understand that I need to mourn them as well. But don't tell other people how to feel about how to feel about the queen. It doesn't matter if she passed. When you say it's inappropriate for some of the things that's going on, it's not to these people who were affected by her. I think the, the monarchy in a lot of these countries needs to be dissolved. I don't care if they have power or no power. There's no reason for monarchies to exist anymore. None. None. It's all about consolidation of power. Whether you think they have power or they don't, they do have power. People go off the word of the monarchy. Whether they, they it, I'm telling you, there's, these people still carry an immense amount of power. Anyway, for all those who have an issue with the, the crown, um, deal with it as you will. Just understand, just allow them to mourn, allow her family to mourn uh, the passing and just move on and just move on because it's all going to be the same drama anyway, uh, you know, with Charles and, and his wife and the family. There's always going to be tabloids. There's always going to be something going on that they don't like. So anyway, before I leave, if you found your purpose in life, live it. We'll talk to you guys next time. Have a good one.